Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my friend. What a day it's been. And I thank you so very much for being here and for listening. Uh, Just a quick note here that uh, all my shows can be heard at any time on uh, my website called podcast.jcax221blog.com. That's podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot J-C. That's my initials. And the scripture verse, Acts 2.21, that's the one I got saved by. And blog, B-L-O-G dot C-O-M, come. All right, now that my butterflies are quiet in my stomach, (laughs) I don't know what it is, but when I click that button to record, it's like everything changes. (laughs) It is really... uh, not as easy as it seems sometimes, but uh, and uh, plus on this, um, I'm still trying to figure out GarageBand. It's it's sort of simple, but it's not sort of simple. And the other thing is, I couldn't figure out how to hook up my mic for today's bod, uh, podcast, so I'm still on my uh, iPhone headset, earphones, head, you know, the things that comes with your head, your iPhone, you know, the things that go in your ear, the with the cords. <laughs> Uh, hopefully tomorrow, the next day, I will have my mic hooked up, and hopefully it might sound better. And uh, who knows, right? So anyways, this is episode number 10. Wow, 1010. I've done 10 episodes so far. Isn't that amazing? And this one is titled, He Shall Baptize You with the Holy Ghost. That's Mark, 6, that's Mark chapter 1, verse 8. And this is Thursday, January 17th, 2019. So let's get into it. Mark 1.8 in the King James Version says, I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Period. (laughs) You know, at first glance, this looks like an insignificant verse or maybe one that needs very little education on. Maybe... Some say, who needs to study this tiny verse? After all, there's only 16 words in it, and most of them are of little value other than making the sentence sound intelligible. My friends, my dear friends, this type of talk is labeled foolish talk. (laughs) You know, there is never a verse that is insignificant in the Word of God. God's Word is holy and inspired by God Himself. In fact, in 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So in Mark 1.8, we must first understand who is talking here. You know, by reading the full context, that's the verses above and the verses below our key text for the day, we will see that John the Baptist is talking, or rather, preaching. Because he was preaching. That must have been something, you know? Listening to John the Baptist preach, in his camel hair and his leather belt, eating locusts, (laughs) that must have been something. Living off the land, I mean, that is truly a uh, mountain man look to me. But uh, that's who John the Baptist was. Kind of a burly guy, I would imagine. So, um, 
That must have been something, yeah, listening to John the Baptist preach. If you understand the scriptures, we know that he was Elijah. That's E-L-I-J-A-H, Elijah. Of course, when Jesus said that this teaching is difficult to grasp, you know, you can see it that um, Eli you can see it in the scripture. Uh, Elijah never died. Okay, um, you know, he was caught up in a. Well, let me just put it here, uh, right here in the text. It says. Um, it says here in Second Kings two eleven, and it came to pass, as they still went on and talked that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder, and Elijah went up in a whirlwind into heaven. So, well, how about that, huh? Now, what do you think of that? Pretty awesome, huh? Do we serve a great and wondrous God, or what? Wow. <laughs> you know, my mind really took off and started thinking of all the miraculous events that our God did in the Old Testament. I mean, no other God, little g, holds a candle to our great God, the creator of heaven and earth. Praise God forevermore. Amen. John the Baptist here in Mark 1.8 is saying that I indeed have baptized you with water. It's sort of like he's answering a question or commenting on someone's response. It seems to me that there was more going on here during this dialogue or this preaching that isn't recorded. But we all know that not everything is recorded. We read and study by faith. And let me correct an error real quick there as I'm reading this discourse. <laughs> so don't listen to people who tell you it's all there in the book, and as a matter of fact, there are many more books not included. But, you know, what we have is what God wanted us to have. No more, no less. Look at this verse in John 21, 25. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, everyone, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. That sure seemed like a lot of books could have been added to the Bible. But guess what? God knows what He's doing. You know, this walk we are on takes faith. If someone needs proof or science or universities or colleges or even scholars to tell you what is really going on here, well then, that is not faith. I'm not talking about the faith of foolish people. I'm talking about the faith of the wise and, and righteous. The people of God. They're walking in the light, not in the dark. One of the points I'm attempting to make, and having a rather difficult time at it, is the story of John the Baptist and his disciples. You see, John Baptist had disciples, just like Jesus had disciples. Sadly, and I'm stepping on some fragile toes here, John Baptist did not want his followers or his disciples to continue following him. No. John Baptist wanted all to follow Jesus, the Lamb of God. John 1.29 says, The next day John, speaking of John the Baptist, 
seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which take away the sin of the world. Do you see it? There are many more examples of John Baptist desiring that all should follow the Lord Jesus Christ. However, even, again I say so sadly, that many of John Baptist's followers and disciples did not follow Jesus, but rather kept on following and teaching what John Baptist taught for the next you know, six months or so leading up to the baptism of Jesus. John Baptist's followers kept on preaching and teaching, but not following after the Savior for the next three years. How do I know this? Well, because the scriptures and because of the fruit of John Baptist's ministry. Let's look at a few verses, Matthew eleven three, And said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? That's John Baptist talking. And here's another, Luke seven nineteen. And John, calling unto him two of his disciples, that's John Baptist calling two of his disciples, sent them to Jesus, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? And one more here, in Luke seven twenty. When the men were come unto him, they said, John Baptist has sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? I guess what I'm trying to say is, the Baptist of today is known for following the teaching of John Baptist. <laughs> the Baptists teach the Holy Bible and bring people to Jesus Christ as Savior and then baptize the new believer in water you know, by, immer by submersion or immersion or however you want, under the water, <laughs> however you want to say that. You know, and that's it, okay? The baptism of the Holy Ghost is not taught or rather not allowed or mistaught or misinterpreted. It, you know, it's hard to say, but from my own experience, the Baptists do not believe, nor do they teach, that you can be baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of signs following. Look here at just one text, Mark 16, 18. They shall lay, they shall, excuse me, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Baptists do not do this, ever. Anyways, I can go on and on about all kinds of religious denominations that teach against being baptized with the Holy Ghost. To sum this up, many teach the baptism of the Holy Ghost is simply getting saved and walking in a godly lifestyle. You know, that's it. Folks, there is so much more to it. Truly, there is. <laughs> there really is. You know, now uh, that I've drilled that point to dullness, <laughs> let's move on, okay? What's today's verse again? That's right. Good for you. Mark 1, 8. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. The Lord Jesus Christ shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Amen? So, what is baptism of the Holy Ghost? Good question, and one that could fill 10 discourses and podcast shows and still not get to the answer that all Christians could agree on. It's simply, you know, 
isn't that simply amazing? My mind is just starting to turn on this topic, but let me just stick to my discourse here. And I just, I, as I just said, isn't that simply amazing? Let me interject here also, folks, that I'm, I'm still not at that point of, of editing a lot of this material out. Um, so what you're reading or hearing from me is what I'm actually speaking, okay? And it's me, Preacher John, stumbling through what I wrote. And, uh, alrighty? Anyways. So, Christians that could not agree on. Isn't that simply amazing? How can something so simple be so complicated by so many? I am convinced that it is because of Satan. The devil does not want you to have power because the moment you have power, which only comes from the baptism of the Holy Ghost, is the exact moment you have the ability and strength and power and authority to say no to the devil. Without the power of the Holy Ghost, you will never be able to say no and mean it when rebuking the devil. He'll just laugh at you. Because when you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit, you have no authority. I mean, look, yes, you have authority in Jesus Christ, but how many John Baptist Christians say with any authority and rebuke the devourer and the devourer actually leaves? It doesn't happen. Unless the Holy Spirit intercedes on their behalf, which I know happens a lot. Look. This teaching on the baptism of the Holy Ghost is not, a palatable, is not palatable for every Christian. Why? Because they listen to every preacher out there who teaches against it, and they believe it. Now, if they would just read and study and believe the Holy Scriptures for themselves, then it would be clear that the baptism of the Holy Ghost is not the act of being saved. It's something more. In this discourse, I don't want to go into the ministry of the Holy Spirit. That is for another time. I'm just stirring the pot, so to speak, making people uneasy, so to speak, because that's what Preacher John does. <laughs> I'm a trucker, you know, got to stir the pot. People are uncomfortable because they really don't know the Word of God fully and completely. Neither do I, you know, tell you the truth. I mean, I'm still learning too. All of us are still in school. If you think you're not in school, well, that may be the problem. God calls us the children of God. Romans 8.16 says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Do you see it? Are you a child of God? Good question, huh? Children are not adults. Children are not little people. Children are not babies. Children are not grown-ups. Children are not the unsaved. Children are not the unbelievers. Do you see what I'm trying to say? The world is telling us to grow up, be a man, be a woman, quit being a child. The world wants us to eventually collapse under the weight of this world. <laughs> this is another way Satan works, belittling us to think we should not be children anymore because, quote, it's high time you grew up and faced the real world. 
unquote. Yeah, right. Everything we do must be founded on the Word of God. Never build a life on the teachings of this world. If you love the world and what the world has to offer, well, look here. 1 John 2.15 Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now, is that heavy or what? My friend, John the Baptist came preparing the way of our Lord. Mark 1.3 says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Accept the Lord Jesus Christ and be baptized in water. You know, Matthew 28.19, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And then ask Jesus Christ to baptize you in the Holy Ghost and receive by faith the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's it for now, folks. May Jesus Christ be real in your life. May Jesus Christ be your Savior. May Jesus Christ be your Lord. May Jesus Christ be your all in all because He died just for you.